Hello and welcome to The Grocery Guru. We are episode 37 and we are here with that grocery guru, Andrew Grant. How are you? Very, very warm. Down. Okay. Yes, yes. It's 31 here in town. It's hot. Well, yeah, the official temperature is 31, but I think in this office it feels <laughs> like 40. So, um, yes. Now, if I, if I was very smart, I'd make a link between hot weather and ultra-fast gro uh, grocery but I'm not that smart. So would you tell us about ultra-fast grocery? Well, I think you could say that their, um, their share prices are on fire. They're going like hotcakes? Something like that, yeah. Good. So, um, no, we spoke about it a few weeks ago, didn't we? This rapid grocery, I think, is going to be the term that is used. So people like Getir and what have you, where they promise to deliver in 10 minutes. And I think both you and I were a little bit cynical, weren't we, to say... Okay, it's a nice thing to have, and the odd person in a city centre might run out of crisps or something. Yeah. But the reason we I brought this back today is J.P. Morgan, the, the investment house. Um, I read an article last week where they reckon, and the, and the, the headline of the article was um, "Rapid Grocery." Um, rapid Grocery will create an existential threat to mainstream grocery. And they're predicting, I'll wait for this, that the rapid delivery grocers could capture 50% of the UK grocery market worth 200 billion a year. And, and, and for someone like JP Morgan to make that forecast, we're putting a lot of step by that, and so we should. Well, I don't know, it depends how cynical you are. I know both you and I have healthy doses of cynicism running through our veins but you know i've always thought that you know don't brokers come up with stories in order to pump up a share price and then come up with another story to deflate the share price so that they make money on the up and the down exactly. isn't that what they do well a bit like elon musk with uh, bitcoin or dogecoin yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so you know, whether it's one of these things that let's just pump the hype so that we can you know, make even more money out of the shares that we've hedged or leveraged or whatever they do. Um, but they were reckoning, and this is the bit that got me, is, you know, whether you believe they'll get 50% of the market or not, but they're, they're operating, these startups, and this says why so much money is going into them and why the share prices have gone crazy, is they're making net returns of 10 to 15%. Now, we've spoken on here, you know, um, many times about UK grocers being the most profitable in the world, but they still only make about two and a half P net profit in the pound, which is a lot of hard, a lot of hard time, effort and energy for two and a half P for every pound you sell. They reckon these guys, um, because they're operating out of dark warehouses on industrial estates and under railway arches, um, they're using transient labour. Um, are getting 10 to 15% returns. Now, you know, you could just do the maths, you know, te Tesco worth, what, um, 80 billion, 100 billion, making 4%. If these guys suddenly carve out 200 billion, making 12%, whoa. That, that, that is staggering. Now, on top of what you said, so one of these guys is Gorilla. Yeah. Gorillas, excuse me, Gorillas. And I had a look, and these guys are already in. Don't be able to see that, but this many yeah. countries. 
So we're not just talking about a UK phenomenon here. We're talking about eight European countries that they're already in. And gorillas yep. are saying, one, thousands of products, all at retail prices. So they're not charging more. Two, everything at your fingertips, it's an app. And three, within 10 minutes, delivered by our legendary rider crew. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, is it, is, is it a classic tech bubble, you know, story of tech bubble stocks? Um, or could it happen? I mean, I don't know. The, the other thing that made, made me giggle a little bit is, is obviously this is quite low tech and, you know, the, the startup costs are very, very low. So the in, input capital's low. Don't know if you saw over the weekend, um, Ocado had a little problem with six of their robots getting into a fight. Yes, they had a fire. Yes. Yeah, six of their robots decided to beat each other up and set themselves on fire. Which I just thought it was brilliant. Robot wars. Now, let me share some other facts. Clearly, clearly they were England fans. <laughs> we've got the guys Getir, G-E-T-I-R. We've got the Gorillas guys. We've got Wheezy, W-E-E-Z-Y. And these yeah. guys are saying the nationwide rollouts, for instance, seeing the potential for 5,000 warehouses in the UK alone, which compares to Tesla and Sainsbury's, with only... 2,000 convenience stores. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty staggering stuff. These guys are, are going to move into this very, very quickly. Well, and, and I think um, yeah, one of the interesting things, and, and if you think back to what we spoke about last week with HFSS and, you know, Impulse Foods being um, slowly strangled out of grocery, what if these guys somehow found a way around the rules? Because you know they're they're not they're not chain players at the moment. The legislation's not written for them because they're well under the radar. Yeah. What if all of a sudden you are PepsiCo, Mars, um, Coca Cola, suddenly finding that your sales are literally drying up in the grocers, and there's this whole new channel that literally the words impulse. You don't get more, much more impulse than 10 minutes. And, and these guys, because of their size, they might go under the G-Scott radar. They'll go under the HFSS. So just for everyone else, that's high fat, high salt, high sugar foods. We've got legislation which is coming in about April next year, which says that you cannot volume promote those products. So that's ice cream, confectionery, da-da-da. And also you can't secondary display them. Now these guys, as you say, could get around all of that with their app, maybe. Well, the, the proposed legislation, although they're online players and the legislation, the proposed legislation is going to cover online, it only covers people operating in stores of 2,500 square foot and above. These guys run in well, railway arches and don't have retail space. Maybe it's the smartest move. Yeah. And, and then the, the other thing as well, um, again, I, I love the stats. Um, just Eat, I think it was, has the highest return rate, returning rate of any um, any of the delivery apps. 76% of their customers are returning customers. Yes. Just imagine when they efficiently, you know, when somebody like Getir or Gorillas or whatever efficiently partner up with a Deliveroo or a Just Eat. So within 10 minutes, you get your hot, tasty takeaway dinner, your bottle of pop, your chocolates for afterwards, your cigarettes, your beer, whatever it might be, all delivered on the back of one rickety motor motorbike. Wow. 
do you ever need to go to Tesco again? <laughs> so, so what's our advice for everyone watching? If, they, if they're putting some shares up, maybe we'll to get some. You just got to pick which one. <laughs> well, I think it's for, you know, for our audience, you know, mainly uh, account managers and, you know, brands that sell into grocery. Um, I think you need to watch it really closely. I don't think it is a tech bubble anymore. It's something that if you don't keep an eye on, you could wake up in 18 months time and it's a mega, mega, mega new channel. It could be, and maybe that's why JP Morgan's ears are pricking up and Credit Suisse are having a look at them and so on, as this report says. Um, wow. So we're talking about ultra-fast grocery or ultra-rapid uh, groceries, as, as it's becoming known. A whole new market opening up. The growth is absolutely going exponentially through the roof. Um, now, Justin King, just the last part, Justin King's involved in Wheezy, is that right? You've got me there. He's involved in one of them. He's put money in one of them. Okay, yeah. so they're buying in huge experience as well. Justin yeah. King, ex-CEO of Sainsbury's for many years, did very well. Um, and he's uh, brought Sainsbury's back from um, poor growth to great growth. So he may be the same. Yeah. So I think the, um, the watchword is uh, watch this space. Watch this space. Andrew, thank you very much for bringing that to our attention. We'll let you go and uh, sunbathe in the heat. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.